Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Unicorns and Meat Cleavers podcast. Together, we're going to explore fun topics that range from history. To conspiracy theories. <laughs> to a little bit of the mystical. To crimes. And some things that are just slightly obnoxious. So stay tuned. We can't wait to have you. Uh, so, honey, um, our audience is probably wondering, what the hell is unicorns and meat cleavers? <laughs> okay, so you and Kenny, you were trying so hard to figure out a podcast name and because you guys wanted to do one originally. And we kept coming out with all these ideas and everyone was taken and I was getting frustrated. And so I was like, screw it, just unicorns and meat cleavers. And it stuck. And it's random and it's us. <laughs> what, now, what is the deeper meaning behind unicorns in meat cleavers? <laughs> because life is not always sunshine and rainbows. Sometimes it's unicorns and meat cleavers. Okay. So, Carly, uh, there was a fun fact that I ran across the other day. Well, not really a fun fact, uh, but it made me think. Okay. I know your, um, your deep, deep-seated appreciation for vampires and the lore behind vampires. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Uh, so, Carly, why don't you tell everyone wh what you love so much about vampires? No, I think it's the stupidest thing in the world that they supposedly don't have reflections. They have bodies. Why don't they have reflections? It's so dumb. Uh, what a vampire really is, is it, it's reflecting of their soul. Mirrors are a gateway to the soul. That's the, that's, the, that's the mythology of it. So when a vampire looks into a mirror... You can't see. Okay, but it's not logical. Okay, you're ta you're trying to make logic out of a I'm person that can fly and turn into a bat. Um, but here's something uh, about vampires. Number one, the whole mirror thing it's it's stupid. It's completely idiotic. <laughs> it's completely idiotic. But I've seen some shows where it's like, hey, there's the vampire walking in front of a mirror, fully clothed, and then there's nothing in the mirror. Are the clothes part of the undead? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Point is, um, vampires can go out in the night, right? What What do you know about vampires? What can they not do? They can't go out in the daylight. Why they can't have garlic? Why can not? Why cannot? Why can't vampires go out in the daylight? Because they'll burn up. Why? Because they're dead. They, they can't. The sun. The sun just can't. Just can't handle the sun. Uh, let me ask you a question. They can go out at night. Mm -hmm. Correct. Just to confirm. Cool. Does the moon produce light? No, it's a reflection from the sun. So if vampires can't I handle know. the sun... Vampires are just stupid. <laughs> I don't get it. For all you Twilight fans out there... They sparkle. They sparkle. What an awful, awful series. <laughs> just, just awful. <laughs> Can you be a little more honest about how you feel? Just awful. <laughs> the fact that I even know the series just makes me want to just end things. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's what I have for you today. That was it. Just that's it. That's my little fun little little ditty for you today. I like your ditty. <clears throat> yeah, you do. <laughs> All right. So I was listening to something the other day, and they were talking about rabies, 
and <laughs> help. Don't give me that look. Um, and about how like the weird treatments and stuff that they had for rabies. And one of which was dunking the person's head underwater. Essentially, either they're gonna drown or they're gonna die from rabies. Like <laughs> those are the options. Um <laughs> Wait, what year was this? I I don't know what year it was. That's just what they were talking about. What country was this? <laughs> don't ask me. This is this is the most modern medic <laughs> this is modern medicine for you. We're gonna put your head underwater and see what see, see what happens. Well sir, so that they can drown. Well, it's the rabies that killed them. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, so anyway, that got me thinking about weird medical treatments that they've done in history. And so I wanted to talk about that because and because I'm like pretty grateful for the time that we <laughs> live in where we don't have to get our heads dunked. Underwater if you have rabies. <laughs> you have rabies. <laughs> Which, I mean... Let, uh, like... th this is a plug uh, from the medical field. Uh, please get your rabies shot so you don't get drowned. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, obviously, like, we know how much I trust things anyway, but at least I'm not getting an ice pick lobotomy, right? So, I'm fine. I'm fine with, I'm fine with things the way they are right now. But, anyway, that being said, that's... So, don't listen to my... Just so everyone knows, she's she has a paper notebook. She definitely prepared uh, something great for you. Uh, and I'm just sitting here winging every, everything. Yeah, you were like on TikTok all day. Like, you know what? It's just there's some good stuff on there. Yeah, you're just going to take all your your topics from TikTok. Probably. Like, I'm doing research. Yeah. Uh, okay, tree killer <laughs> with your paper. No. So anyway, back to my weird treatments. So for rabies, obviously drowning was one of them <laughs> hold on pause real fast we had a conversation earlier that said hey <laughs> um you better watch out um or else i'm gonna do to you uh what one of my topics is i said don't murder me and you're saying no i'm just gonna check you for rabies is that what's because i was going through your mind well it's not just about rabies there's a lot of other topics dunking the head was one for rabies um and then they would like cut out the flesh from where they were bit and then burn it. So that was another. Uh, they Bur were, burn like, the flesh that was cut <laughs> out or burn? <laughs> burn the bite site. Burn burn the part on the body that was just cut. Okay, yep, gotcha. Uh, yep, yep. I should probably specify on that one. Um, another thing that they used to do was a drink radium water. Ra radium? Radium. Yes, that's what I said. Like the metal? Like that's rodium. Like radioactive. Ra radio. I, I know nothing. I know rhodium. <laughs> rhodium is the metal. <laughs> radium, radium water. Radium, gotcha. Um, it was the, viewed as the elixir of youth, um, claimed to cure anemia, high blood pressure, arthritis, gout. We all know how that ended, you know. Yeah, you um, yeah it's a Nuka-Cola. It's a Nuka-Cola <laughs> is what you're drinking. <laughs> okay. Um, Bloodletting. So draining blood to cure many conditions they believe that it would cure like the plague smallpox epilepsy um george washington had a sore throat and was asked to be bled um and they drained around five to seven pints of blood in less than 16 hours and he died the next day and they believe that the excessive blood loss contributed to that Okay, so I'm a huge George Washington fan, and I had no... I just figured, like, oh, he's on his deathbed. He's like, free my slaves. I'm the father of this country. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize it was a 
Oh, damn. After all these years, I got a tickle in my throat. Can you bleed me out, please? I mean, <laughs> I think it was more than a tickle. I mean, I think it was like a pretty severe sore throat, but that was one. You think it was from swallowing all those splinters in his teeth? It could be. You know, he didn't really have wooden teeth, right? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have wooden dentures? Yeah, a lot of false stories that we uh, decided to, to, you know, as society to put into the educational system. George Washington had wooden teeth. And we trust our school. And Abraham Lincoln chopped down a cherry tree. All false, by the way. So another one that was very interesting, a tobacco smoke enema. <laughs> Have you heard of okay, this one? Hold, <laughs> hold, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. <laughs> You've never um, heard of it. So, uh, for all those, um, just go ahead and Google enema uh, if you're if you're looking, listening to this right now, and you don't know what an enema is. Uh, we'll wait. Okay, now that you've looked it up. So, okay, so like like a hose goes there, and someone just rips a hard toke of tobacco smoke, and exhales right up there. I mean, they, they ended up creating, like, devices for it that would go, you know. Oh, so I'm thinking more primitive. This is much well, more... Well, primitive, they, yes, they did, <laughs> did actually. Sorry, but so then... this is much more modern technology. We have a machine that blows smoke up your ass. But, like, actually sticking, you know, like, a pipe or something up one's bum and then blowing it, like, could also cause damage to the blower. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they ended up creating a device for that. It was used to attempt to resuscitate victims of near drowning. It was supposed to... <laughs> so if you're getting checked for rabies. <laughs> and, and they thought if it went too far, let's just blow some smoke. <laughs> you're just blowing some smoke up her ass. <laughs> and if you ever wonder where the... You're just blowing smoke up my ass comes from. This is where it comes from. The more you know. <laughs> the more you know. Um, but it was supposed to cause warmth and help stimulate um, respiration. So, like, you're cold, you know, after drowning. They thought that warmth of the smoke would help. So, that is one. And then we'll go ahead and end with the worst one of all. Oh, okay. Um, lobotomies. And ice pick lobotomy. Okay, a little foreshadow from earlier today. <laughs> I'm not going to lobotomize you. Um, so lobotomies started as drilling holes into the tops of patients' skulls. And then later it involved, evolved into hammering an ice pick into their eye socket. Um, the goal was to like sever the connections of the brain um, to treat mental illnesses. Um they believed that that area of the brain is what um, dealt with emotion. Um, <clears throat> the first procedure was um, performed on a live patient in 1936. Terrifying because that wasn't that long ago. Well, no, that wasn't. It was uh, almost 100 years ago. Not even 100 years ago. The automobile was invented sooner or earlier. It was, well, it was older than that. Okay, but... Do you want to know when the last one was done? Do I want to? These lobotomies continued until 1967. Oh. Yeah. That's fine. Terrifying. That's fine. So we landed on the moon and then they're like, ah, stop sticking sharp things in people's but eyes. did we? We landed on the moon. But did we? we? landed on the moon. <laughs> That's for another day. 
The first procedure performed on a life patient was at 1936 on a woman who suffered from agitated depression and sleeplessness, which at the time was deemed a success. Um, but so she fell asleep afterwards. I don't. Due to brain damage. <laughs> she, she must have. I don't know. I try. I try to tell nothing a little screams. More. Uh, I'm so happy I got that done. My depression is cured like a ice pick to the to the back of the skull. Um, but the following surgeries were not as successful. Um, JFK's sister actually had a lobotomy and ended up needing full-time care for the rest of her life. As many as 15% died and others were often left in a vegetative state. And the lobotomies, yeah, they continued for way longer than you would have expected. So was this just for psychiatric patients? Was it for criminals? But what was Primarily, it was for mental disorders. Like they did a lot of it for people that would have normally been in like the psych psychiatric world. So like early um, days schizophrenia, mm -hmm. paranoia. Yeah, like so they people they perform believe that they're God. <laughs> yeah, people people that were in the psychiatric wards, like a lot of them um were performed on those patients. I I think they did do some for like migraines, like thinking to help with that kind of stuff, which I can't foresee somebody shoving an ice pick in my eye to help with my migraines. I'd rather like try one of those like date piercings or something. Would you rather have the treatment for rabies? <laughs> I, I can't. Mean, I can't get over. That. Get over. Just that. gonna drown you. No, like, hey, you got bit by a squirrel. We're gonna just put you underwater. <laughs> I got a migraine. We'll put you underwater. So, but no, this is where my mind goes. Like, who who thinks of this stuff? Like, I I don't. Okay, this is like this is pretty twisted stuff, right? It kind of makes you wonder, like. Were people actually doing this because they thought it was like gonna help medically, or were they doing this because they wanted a way to be more like inconspicuous but straight up front about murdering people? Uh, I don't know, but um, well, this was before World War II. We do know that a lot of the uh, the medical crazy findings that we still know today was because of the experimentation during the Holocaust in World War II. Yeah. Uh, what most people don't know is that Japan, what the Japanese were doing to their own people and the Chinese and, and all the people that, you know, near imperialistic Japan, they made the Nazis look like rookies. And no one knows, you know, history forgot about that. Why? Because the United States made a deal and said, hey, yeah, we, we know we bombed the crap out of you. Um, Listen, you guys did a lot of the medical research. Tell you what, you give us that medical research and we'll just make it. We'll, we'll write in our history books that the Germany, they were the real bad guys and, and, and no one's really going to know what you guys have done. Yeah, they jumped on board. And so we know a lot of stuff from the Japanese horror shows uh, and Hitler and his, well, maybe he needed to be drowned. Although he needed to be tested for rabies. <laughs> well, I mean... I would say that that's where I came from, but it's possible. I don't know. This, you, this, have, you have eugenics that led up to everything, and then Hitler took that idea from it that came from America and applied it to his kid. I don't know. People have always been jerks. But this continued well after World War II. Yeah. If it continued, like the very last one. And it was because he did it on, like, so he did it on an 
returning patient that he already did it on and then it ended up killing her. So that's when it finally was like, hey, we're done. Um, but I mean, it caused way more damage than it did good. Like, so, but like lo- lobotomies in general have been around for like a long time. They were doing it back in the day to like release like evil spirits and things like that. Like um, not the ice pick lobotomies, but the top of the head lobotomies. Like, so, I mean, it's been going on for a long time, but it makes you really think like back in the 60s, you really think people were like, oh yeah, this is a good idea for a procedure. Like I just- Probably not. They were all pretty high from Woodstock. I just think- it's a evil way of <laughs> being evil. I don't know. It's an evil way of being evil. <laughs> yeah. That is, uh, that's a meat cleaver salad. <laughs> that, that's my last one. I just had a few, but. I'm depressed now. <laughs> we need something lighthearted to end it up. Uh... I told you that mine, I, I didn't know where to go the first time. I'm like, I don't, I want it to be interesting, which you didn't know most of this stuff. Which, I didn't. It was definitely interesting. I, that's, it's that's hard. For sure. It's hard to like talk about hi- any kind of history stuff that you don't already uh, know. So, well, that is true. Oh. I'm a, I'm, Your, yours is more political history. I'm a is nerd. what I've I'm a realized. Nerd. I know lots of history. I know <laughs> U.S. history, world history. Uh, well, US, political U.S. History. is the world. <laughs> I need to look up my my politics. Me, I yeah. Okay, whatever. I'm a nerd. I yes. You're a po- realm. You're a political nerd. Yeah, but like not like overbearing political nerd. Like I like the history of it, not necessarily the the, the fighting back and forth because that's just stupid. <laughs> oh my gosh! Why do you have to say it like that? <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Don't smack me. <laughs> Why is your hand up like that? <laughs> tell you to stop <laughs> oh dear oh dear okay so here's a little segment um that uh i'm going to call and it's not my own it's not my own uh but i've seen them all over the place and i think these are these are great um am i the a-hole so carly you tell me am i the a-hole am i the a-hole for not selling my grandfather's farm to get my sister out of a hole of debt she got herself into. My grandfather, my uh, my grandfather on my father's side was a rather wealthy man, but the thing is he never flaunted it. Flaunted it. Uh, the only the only thing he ever spent a lot of money on was his farm. He bought two years before I was born, uh, and my grandfather bought some land and built a farm on it. Now I call it the farm because that's what he called it, but it was more of a sanctuary. My grandfather would take uh, in retired farm animals, racehorses, as well as uh, abused farm animals uh, who were seized from other farms. He would also take in animals uh, people would forfeit or sell to him. Uh, he loved this farm, and he literally gave gave it gave it a name and personality. I loved this farm place and spent most of my summers and weekends working on the farm to earn a little cash. I became very close with my grandfather. Having lost my father when I was five years old, uh, my grandfather became my father figure in life. Uh, with my father gone, when my grandfather passed away, he left everything to me. The farm, his money, everything. I was happy and had every intention to keep the farm going. My grandfather loved these animals and I know he would want that. The issue here is my mother and half-sister. I have a half-sister, Ella, 30 years old, 
who was from uh, who was from a relationship my mother had before she met my dad. From the time Ella was old enough to get a credit card, she started living insanely out of her means. We're talking designer clothes, luxury trips, expensive items, etc. Her husband was no different and took out multiple loans that he never paid back. Ten years of spending has left my sister and her husband in an incredible amount of debt. It honestly amazes me. I'm not sure how the hell they spend that much money. This debt has come back to hit them hard. Last week, they got a notice from the bank, and it was the last warning that they need to pay the bank or they're going to lose their house. They already lost both of their cars. So what was the family solution? Well, I was over at my mother's house when I was told about the notice. I acted shocked, but I knew that this was going to happen eventually. My aunt, who was also there, asked what they planned on doing. I was only half listening until I heard the words come out of my mother's mouth. Well, your sister is going to sell sell off the farmland. I swear I got whiplash with how fast my head turned. I immediately asked her what the hell she was talking about and told her, "Uh, no, I'm not selling anything. She looked me in the eye and told me that, yes, I was. Then that she was my mother and I need to do what she says. I repeated that, no, I'm not. The farm belongs to me, and no one has any say in this. She started to yell about how I had to help my sister out because we're family, and I can't just leave her homeless. I told my mother that my sister made bad decisions throughout her entire life, and it was not my job to clean it up. And I left. I keep getting angry calls from my mother, my sister, and my brother-in-law for a week now. Am I the a-hole for not selling my grandfather's farmland to get my sister out of the hole of debt she's dug herself into? No. I'm on the farmer boy side. You're on the farmer boy? Farmer girl. It was a girl. It was a girl. In that story. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> I just assumed it was a boy. I said it was a man. <laughs> Racist. As a man, he just, only a man can have that money and work a farm. <laughs> uh, actually, I don't know. I assumed it was a girl. So. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, idea. so... Whatever. But just, I don't know, think, oh, think about that. I mean, you know my how I feel about people that are careless with their money. I mean, that's... She would would sister and brother-in-law, would they ever learn? No, no. If, well, if, it's like, oh, they lost both their cars. Well, clearly they didn't think of it, you know, you lose he- one car, maybe... Show some initiative and pay some things back. Maybe, yeah. maybe consolidate some things. Mm-hmm. No, you you lost a second car. Well, now we're going to lose our house. Well, mm-hmm. why do you, why don't you start selling some of that designer stuff back? Mm-hmm. Why don't you start selling everything? You know, the Dave Ramsey method: sell everything in the house to where the kids think they're going to be next. Like yeah. that's that's how crazy you go to pay off. If, debt. if you think you're going to lose your house, definitely. Like, oh yeah, we. If, and if, I mean, if, you're if, notified for a long time. Oh, it's before yeah. you it's have like time. six to it's like six seven months. Yeah. It's, I, well, and it's different if it was, like, it's because of frivolous spending, right? Like, if if it was, like, medical debt or something else like that, like, that's a different medical story. Medical debt is like, different. Like, I put yeah. that on a different shelf because you didn't ask to get cancer. Mm-hmm. You didn't ask to get, you know, shot yeah. in the leg. You didn't, you didn't ask for, didn't you get someone to plow into you with their car? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, but if you're, if you're... Spending money and pretending you're wealthy when you're not—that's that's a different story. That's not okay. All right. So am I the a-hole? She the a-hole? Is he the a-hole? I don't know. He, she, they. Is this person the farmer is not the a-hole? The farm, the the new fo- it's the like, inheritant 
farmer is not the a-hole. It would be like um, somebody coming to us being like, you need to sell your house to help pay for so-and-so's debt that they racked up. Like, we've worked our butts off to get where we are. I'm not going to sell everything because you once spent too much money. So mom, sister, and brother-in-law, definitely the a-hole. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Okay. Don't come to Carly for a loan, guys. <laughs> okay, come on. Like, I am more than willing to help people out, but it's just, you can't expect me to sell, like, my livelihood, my like, because you were reckless, right? Maybe, whatever. Maybe I'm the a-hole. I don't care. I'll be the a-hole. You're not the a-hole. <laughs> I'll be the a-hole. It's fine. You know how to end it? With your mom.com. <laughs> Well, well, that's all the time that we have uh, today. Thanks for joining us on our debuting episode of the Unicorns and Meek Leavers podcast. Because life's not always sunshine and rainbows. Sometimes it's unicorns and meek leavers. Until next time, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>